You're listening to the Week Ahead podcast from Strong Towns, hosted by me, Rachel Quedno. This is your chance to catch up on the latest events and goings-on behind the scenes of the Strong Towns organization. Tune in every Monday for more updates. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Week Ahead podcast. I'm your host, Rachel, and my guest today is my new colleague, Jacob Moses. Uh, Jacob started at Strong Towns a couple weeks ago, and he is serving as our community builder. So if you're on the Strong Towns Facebook or Twitter, you might have already had a chance to interact with him, although you probably wouldn't have known it. So Jacob, welcome to the Strong Towns podcast. Thank you so much. Overjoyed to be here. So for our listeners, can you tell us a little bit about your background and how you ended up um, applying for this job at Strong Towns? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I went to university here in Denton, Texas, went to the University of North Texas, studied technical writing. And shortly after graduation, um, I really picked up an interest in promoting cities and neighborhoods and did that on a, a variety of different levels, whether it was um, volunteering as a bike pedestrian counter uh, with my bike pedestrian coordinator here or running the, the Park Spy podcast with Mr. Ash Blankenship. Um, so really just loved promoting neighborhoods, had followed Strong Town's great grist of the mill as I try to find ways that I can contribute to my own neighborhood. So once uh, the application popped up, I think I found it via Twitter. Um, it was just a great opportunity to take a shift to um, really get into uh, urbanism on a professional level. And I've been loving these past two weeks working with y'all. Well, we're so glad you're here. Um, can you tell us, because I think this is just so interesting and cool, um, a little bit about the grocery store that you used to run? Yes, yes, that's right. Um, so yeah, I guess I'll, I need to fast forward a little bit. So after graduation, did um, a couple of years working as a technical writer. Um, but then after moving back to Denton uh, from Boulder, Colorado, I noticed that my downtown um, was missing just the modest corner store, despite the city's vision since its master plan is us in two saying, live, work, play, live, work, play. That's what we want downtown Denton to be. Yet it was missing the corner store. Mm-hmm. So I quit my job and took out my 401k and uh, opened up a, a wonderful 600 square foot corner store called Blue Bag Market. Uh, we lasted a strong year built a beautiful community. Um, and although blue bag no longer exists, it really, um, I hope gave future, uh, corner store owners in downtown Denton a blueprint of how they can make it happen. Cause it's, it's truly in need. And I was really honored to be able to, to fill that void for a period of time. That is so cool. Yeah. I happen to be extremely fortunate to have a pretty well-stocked corner store slash bodega just down the block from me and like we're there uh several times a week <laughs> just oh, like yeah, you huge. forget an ingredient at the grocery store or you know you want to grab a six pack or a sandwich so what did you guys um sell was it mostly like dry goods or were you able to have any produce yeah so the phrase i used was boutique bodega nice. so it was a mix of grocery and convenience items but we went more premium on the grocery side. So um, we had this big, beautiful shelf that was packed with your basic dry goods and convenience items, toilet paper, Windex, bug spray, stuff like that. 
so once you got those necessary items, if you segue to our snack section, you got these beautiful, healthy, nourishing snacks like Epic Brand out of Austin, RX Bar. So we had so many fun, beautiful, sporadic combinations of transactions like someone grabbing uh, Dawn dish detergents and then uh, Tom's toothpaste and uh, an apple fruit leather, like beautiful <laughs> combinations yeah. that you don't get in all corner stores. Maybe you have to settle for uh, a bag of um, cookies, but people got to pair the day's needs with a really nice nourishing snack. Um, messed with produce for a little bit. Um, we ended up segueing to more cocktail produce sold. I think we sold limes in terms of quantity more than any item. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was a really nice combination of, uh, combining just the universal day's needs with nourishing snacks. Um, so what have you been up to so far this summer as you've been working at Strong Towns and what are you looking forward to working on here? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I guess in a nutshell, my role is just to expand the reach of the Strong Towns message. And what's going to come of that is a lot of new conversations. So it's going to be my job to really foster those conversations, direct people to the right resources to connect with other Strong Towns readers, listeners, and members um, so they can then begin their own conversations. So we've already had a lot of great opportunities to do that. Um, through email and our social media platforms. So that's been an absolute joy. Um, I spoke with a young lady named Abby just last week, and um, she was unfamiliar with the Slack channel. So plugged her into it, got connected with some Pittsburgh folk, and already, already seen some good activity. So it's um, it's great just to connect people and see all these really great um, communications follow. On that note, um, I'll give our listeners a little teaser. There will be an email going out about this um, in the next few days. But we are just announcing a new webcast um, that is about uh, helping community leaders expand their impact via social media. So Jacob will be on there, um, our colleague Max and Chuck. Um, I'll probably be there too. So we're just going to share some of the knowledge that we have learned over the years about how to use particularly Facebook, but other social media tools too, to really um, expand the impact and reach of a local organization, um, community group, uh, neighborhood association, whatever. So um, if you're a Strong Towns member, look for an invite to that in your mailbox shortly. And if you're not a member, join up uh, and you'll get that invite. Jacob, I always like to ask people, what have you been reading or watching or listening to lately that's interesting? And it doesn't have to be Strong Towns related. I know we have yeah. a very broad diversity of interests among our staff. Absolutely. Absolutely. So a couple of books I'm diving into right now. Um, the first one that I'm really enjoying is This Is Where You Belong by Melody Warnick. Mm, um, okay. So this really um, pulls on an interest that I really like to advocate among my peers. It's that no matter where you live, um, you can find a way to love that city or town. You know, it's very common for recent college graduates to want to go to these these sexy cities, uh, the San Francisco's, the New York's, the Seattle's, mm -hmm. which are wonderful, wonderful cities and are doing great things. 
But just with life's normal circumstances, if you end up elsewhere, there's still things that you can do to fall in love with that city. And what Melody Warnick advocates for is you need to get involved. You need to find a way to contribute. You can't just move to, I'm here in Denton. You can't just move to Denton and just expect to create this sense of belonging and advocacy for it. You need to get involved. And so whenever you contribute, they can truly learn to love where you live. So it's a beautiful message, one that really resonates with me. Um, that seems uh, very relevant to strong towns. Oh, it's beautiful. It is an absolutely beautiful book. Um, I've pitched it to a couple of readers, um, on the Facebook page, um, who have showed interest in these little micro projects to improve their neighborhoods. Um, but you're exactly right. It aligns with exactly what strong towns encourages. It's learning how just to do what you can on a small incremental level to improve where you live. It helps you have more sense of belonging. It helps your neighbors. So it's a beautiful, beautiful concept. I encourage anyone interested to pick up Miss Melody Warnick's book. Why have I heard her name before? Has she written other stuff? She is a freelance journalist. So I think she's written for um, The Guardian, several other publications. Um, But I want to say this is her first novel. Um, But it's, it's an absolute joy. Cool. The second one is a book called The Future of Public Space. So this is a compilation of essays um, from several urbanists, and it's a brand new book, just came out in, um, I think, February of this year. But it talks about, as we continue to develop cities, how we need to consider public space. And it brings up all these really thoughtful questions of, should we be collecting data of park goers? Is public space a predecessor to displacing neighborhoods? Really strong, poignant questions um, that help us think about what the future of public space means, how it affects different people. Um, so I'm only a couple chapters into this one, um, but already already really enjoying it. Well, I am sure that our listeners are probably tired of me talking about the frequent uh, obscure theology and religion books I read, so I won't share yet another one. <laughs> So right now, yeah, I'm not, I don't have anything new. I have so many podcasts on my list that I, I can't handle a new one right now. And yeah. what are some of your favorites? Oh, let's see. They're mostly not at all related to strong towns. Um, right. I listen to weirdly a lot of like parenting and motherhood podcasts, even though I'm not a parent. Um, I also love the On Being podcast. Um, yes, that's a good one. Oh, cool. Yeah. And um, I know I've talked about this on uh, Strong Towns before, but um, this podcast called the Harry Potter and the Sacred Text, which takes Harry uh-huh. Potter and like does really in-depth chapter by chapter look at like the themes and um, looks at it through like some religious lenses. So that's fun for me as a huge Harry Potter fan. There we go. And, and you're exactly right how... Um... It's so it's wonderful to mess with podcasts outside of strong towns, outside of urbanism, because we can create these beautiful associations um, whenever we yeah. dive into different topics. And I'm sure as you've listened to your theology podcast, Harry Potter podcast, there's you're probably making a little associations in your head subconsciously yeah. with how it relates to your work and our mission to improve improve our neighborhoods. Absolutely. 
And my other favorite is the Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me uh, radio show from NPR as podcast. Yeah. All right. Well, Jacob, thank you for joining the Strong Towns team. Thanks for being here today. And I know everyone is going to get a chance to hopefully get to know you over the coming uh, months. And you can do that on Jacob's on Slack, email, social media. Um, Yeah, he'll be around. So please give him a warm welcome if you see him. And yeah, thanks for being here, Jacob. Thank you. Happy to be contributing. Thank you so much, Rachel. Okay, take care. We need your help. If you think the Strong Town's message is important, don't keep it to yourself. Pass it on. You can get more information and sign up to be a member of Strong Towns at strongtowns.org.